Tyler, can we get some podcasts? No, we have podcasts at home. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Ha, It's a Podcast. I did not fuck this up. As far as you know. Yeah. (laughs) We're so glad to have you all back for episode three. Thank you again for sticking with us for through the three episodes of mediocrity. (laughs) And we swear to you, we will do our best that one shot of Four Loco and exhausting day will permit. Yes. (laughs) I've worked all day and I just got home to record for all of you lovely people. So, uh. I'm going to be expecting a couple fucking thank yous. (laughs) (laughs) Three episodes in and Tyler gets bold. (laughs) I need to start standing up for myself, Malik. I'm taking too much shit these days. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) This is like, this podcast is like your Joker style prelude. I imagine you're just like, it's like, Tyler, Tyler, do you need to talk about something? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> it's like, just like you hear the mic. I was like, hey, t-, and I start texting. Like, are you okay, man? Is good? <laughs> I, I'm just imagining now you walking into your, because you have the hair. I imagine he's walking to your store with the red suit and the Joker makeup <laughs> with the cigar and the cigarette. And your employee's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you get when you cross two podcasters and one who's had a really rough day, Malik? <laughs> You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> nah, yeah, genuinely, I, genuinely though, like Malik said, we're happy that you all have returned to us uh, for this third episode. That sounded really not on the par with what I wanted to say, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Thank you for joining in and listening to episode three. It's been a it's been a real pleasure bringing out these episodes to you guys. We say this like every week, but like we genuinely mean it. So, how was your day? You know, here and there, babysit again. Uh, it's time for my weekly babysitting story. So, uh, a- weekly babysitting story. That was awful. <laughs> it was horrible. I, tried, I, I started going into like the what's Gibby thinking about, <laughs> and then I just fucking like, oh, I can't copy that. <laughs> Don't you ever like now that like no one can sing ever again at the, <laughs> at the horrible fear of replicating that atrocity. But uh, you know, uh, <laughs> once again i was watching my brother and he wanted a brownie i'm like no it's too early you can't have a brownie you gotta you didn't even finish your breakfast because uh you know kids they don't like to finish their food for some reason unless it's something like sugary and sweet so i took the brownie from him next thing i know a whole like he has this little stool thing that he sits on that whole stool came flying at me when i turned around <laughs> i was like Dude, oh my god just threw a yeah, whole he, fucking stool that's a strong fucking baby. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's a it's a stool made for a toddler. Oh, yeah, you know it's one of it's, it's something my dad got him. And I used I to have like, a, no. uh, I used to have a stool when I was a kid, and it was like it had my name written on it and stuff. It was a little kid Ooh. stool, kind of like that. I put like Simba stickers and Lion King stickers on it. <laughs> the privilege is real. A stool <laughs> with your name on it. <laughs> yes, it was mine. All mine. I- I had this little tray table that was mine. It had, like, little side pockets, too, and it was green. It was mine. I was like, I got so excited whenever I got to use it. I was like, yes. What were the side yes. pockets for? 
I don't don't know to this day. I I I want to put my fork and my spoon in here. (laughs) (laughs) It may have been like an art table and like you put like your crayons and stuff there, but I use it all the time for food. I don't know what it was for. Yeah, but I use it all the time for food. But uh, yeah, it was. I I remember. Uh, I remember back when I thought I was gonna be like a little artist because I was able to color inside the lines. And I got older, and I'm like, oh wow, real art is hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening for me. I don't know why I just vaguely got this random memory pop in my head, and it's very rare that I get these. Everybody, because my life is pretty much a blur to me. But occasionally <laughs> your family's like, wow, Tyler, I say, that. I, I say that, but I genuinely mean it. Like, I, I do not remember a lot of things in my life, but this one just randomly popped in my head. I remember this one time I had this Blues Clues game and uh, it came with the it came with the uh, the book, you know, that he sketches in I, I handy dandy notebook. There we go. Um, but yeah, it had its own handy dandy notebook with the crown and everything. And I used to sit in my own chair, my like thinking chair. And I remember I didn't even play the game correctly. Like I just took the notebook and I started going around my house, just drawing things that I thought were clues. It was, it, I don't know. It was, it, it was awful. Like the drawings were probably really terrible cause I'm not the best drawer. But, uh, yeah, it's just a little something that I did as a kid. I'll never forget, uh, I was playing Pictionary in school and, uh, I had to draw Marge Simpson and, uh, oh no, we mentioned a Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me. Come at me, Walt. This- what you got? <laughs> Walt's severed, like, Walt's, like, decapitated head in a jar and a mech suit appears, like, what you say? <laughs> you just hear, like, a, you messed a Ford? But, uh, we, uh, but, uh, yeah, like, we, I had to draw Marge Simpson. I literally just draw, like, I, it was so bad, because I was not good at arts. It was, like, this weird green rectangle <laughs> with, like, yellow blob coming out of it, and then just, like, blue <laughs> Dick. I was like, oh my god, it's awful. Just like a, just like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I oh it's like, oh god. it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a horror themed version of The Simpsons with body <laughs> horror and everything. Favorite Simpsons episode? Uh, I didn't watch many, what Simpsons. I like, oh, really? I watched it a bunch as a kid, but like I said, I don't remember a lot of it. So. <laughs> Oh, dude, my favorite Simpsons bit has got to be their Shining episode because it's so goddamn funny. (laughs) Um, There's like from the bit where Bart um, finds out he has the Shining, goes to Grand Cavalier, and he's all like, he's like, my boy, you've got the Shining. You mean Shining? Want to get sued? (laughs) (laughs) On the icon. The iconic bit where Homer has his freak out instead of writing like all instead of working all work and no play make Jack and boy Homer writes no beer no TV make Homer go crazy and, like, <laughs> and it's this great bit where he freaks out he just he like chases Marge while making the Zoidberg so he's like blah, 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 blah. yeah so I good. I remember that line because I never seen the episode but my dad used to have a bottle opener for Simpsons and when you would turn it on it would say that line where he would be like no beer make homer something homer, something go, something go and then marge crazy. would say go crazy don't mind don't if i do, mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just chased it <laughs> it's the bit where he gets her up the stairs he's like give me the bat marge you're the bat he goes haha scaredy cat and scares himself in the mirror he's like my dad, <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to get the craziest gadgets like because he my dad's a pretty avid like he's not same he, he what likes, a, when you're a dad you just get crazy gadgets like that I know. 
my dad like used to get like bottle openers and stuff like that because my dad likes beer and it's not like a bad level of liking beer like he just enjoys it you know and he used to get like the bottle opener like <coughs> i said and then there was this one that i remember it's a coin bank and i think my brother still has it to this day but it's a coin bank that's a keg on a on ice and when you open it up it sings this song like b double e double r u n beer and then, like, I you know, once to... it was done with the song, it'd be like, we need some beer money. <laughs> uh, one thing I still have to this day that I got as a gift and I've never let it go is I have the fish from the old McDonald's commercial. Like, give me that filet fish. Give me that you fish. you really? Oh, I have it. It's in my closet. And I love this. I just need to buy some batteries for it. That is I amazing. I fucking love that. I need to. I need to show it to you next time we hang out. It's one of my favorite things I've ever owned. It's like, give me that filet. It plays a remix version of it too. Where it's all like, gonna fit were you hanging up on this wall? That song was a bop too. If it were you in that sandwich, you wouldn't be laughing at all. <laughs> he's not. He's not as like mobile as he used to be because he. Uh, he he like he he used to be able to like do a full like ninety degree like go to a full 90 degree angle turn and like his mouth move. But now cause he's older, he like, he can't like, he doesn't do it all the way. Oh, well like, yeah, he still plays the song fully though. Just as loud. Cause it's fucking great. Well, that's cool. He had a motion to censor too. If you walked by and he would like act and be like, give me that filet fish. <laughs> I had a guest come in my store today. All of you listening at home that are close to me, you know where I work. I'm not going to say it out to the public, but I had a guest come in my store. Yeah, Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a guest come Tyler, in the store Tyler's today. got a rockin' bod. He's, he can work. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this for Chippendales. I had this little kid. Okay, who, now that you said little kid, he doesn't work at Chippendales. <laughs> I don't work at Chippendales. <laughs> Chip, okay. I don't even think Chippendales exists anymore. I guess sore they do. No, back to your story before we get too sidetracked. So I had a family come in and there was uh they had a kid with them and the kid, like they were getting ready to leave. And this kid goes, wait, I need to get a toy runs over, grabs a toy and starts running towards the counter. The mom just had to like stop him. <laughs> She's like, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. But he left, uh, he left a McDonald's toy. And that's why I thought of this story. He left a McDonald's toy of, uh, it was Raya and the last dragon. I think that's the name of the movie, right? The new Disney movie. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I was, I was looking for confirmation and I did not get confirmation. So yeah, the, the toy is for, it's from McDonald's and it's for that movie. And I'm looking at this thing and that's all it does. It's just holding the person's just holding two swords and its body just twists. That's it. And I'm like, is that really how cheap these McDonald's toys were when we were kids? <laughs> like, I remember them being at least a little bit more functional than just twisting the fucking hips. You know what McDonald's toys I wanted all the time so much? Back when the Jungle Book 2 was coming out, and they had this, like, each toy came with, like, parts of, like, that jungle castle thing that, like, the monkeys lived in. Yeah. Um, And, like, and you'd have to and you'd have to get all the toys to, like, make the, like, the big castle. And I got, like, a few parts. I'll make one part of it. And I was like, damn it, Mom, we need to go to McDonald's and get more castle pieces. <laughs> I think I still have this to this day. I don't remember if it came from, I think it either came from Lunchables, Burger King or McDonald's. And it was for the Fantastic Four movie, like the original one. Uh, Chris Evans playing uh, the Human Torch. He used to get. I mean, uh, the original one's the Roger Corman one, the the, the older one. But continue. (laughs) Whatever. It was from that movie, and you get four pieces. They were like puzzle pieces that all come together, and it's all four of them. I remember the daycare program I used to go to after school back in third grade. Me and a couple of my buddies, we finally had all four of the pieces, so we kept them together, and we used it as like a sign of our friendship. 
type sort of thing Aww. as Aww. as weird as that was but we were kids but Aww. you know um, coming of age story right there. i you're still just... have all four of those pieces to those friends out there if you're listening to this i still have those <laughs> the friendship didn't die for me <laughs> i may not remember all of your names but goddamn, do i still have that <laughs> Aww. Aww. i remember back in those days when burger king was doing like a dragon ball z type deal yeah. And you have no idea how excited I was to get a chicken nugget in the shape of a key blast. Oh <laughs> my god. Little Malik was so shook. He was like, I could do Kamehameha's with chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't yes. even remember that. Yeah, it was a whole, yeah, Burger King. I, I, I think they had toys too, but like I was more excited for like the key, like it, they would do like chicken fingers in the shape of like energy blast. I was just like, oh my god. That's really yes. interesting. I had no idea yeah, that, was, that wasn't even a thing. I was so into it at the time, and I always wanted to get it. I was like, "Let get me the Kamehameha chicken nuggets." <laughs> <laughs> I demand the Kamehameha nuggets. Have you ever had the um the waffle tenders from uh, Dunkin' Donuts? No. Oh my god, it's literally just like chicken tenders, but they're battered, but they're put in the waffle batter. Oh, they oh, good. It's 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 so it was I was addicted. Because um because I used to work at the uh the GameStop near me uh uh I uh Cotman uh, back when I used to work there yeah um and there there was uh there was Duncan right there and I would always whenever I was lunch and they were a limited thing they you could only get them for a certain amount of time and uh, I literally went up to a guy and I was like okay they only gave you three in a bag and I was like okay how many are you allowed to give me? <laughs> I, li- I, like, I I'm not bullshit. I legitimately asked this guy, how many can you give me? And I ended up walking away with like nine. I'm like, all right, I'll work with this. Cause damn it. These things are addicting. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Like, uh, it, cause it was just like, you imagine like you're biting into a, it feels like you're biting into a waffle and like, it's got the waffle skin, but inside is the nice, tender, juicy, soft chicken meat. And you're just like, mm. <laughs> That does sound really good. I, my uh, mouth is like my mouth is watering right now. Damn normally, it. I don't really get things from Dunkin' Donuts. If I do, it's the wake up wraps because the wake up wraps are really fucking good. And they're when all, it comes, they're all right. I like them for the price that they are. It's two dollars, and you get a pretty decent breakfast out of it. Normally, with Dunkin' Donuts, I'm not really a fan of their breakfast sandwiches and stuff, unless it was the ba- bacon maple sugar. Those work really good. But normally you can, like, taste how fake the egg is from Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm not really too big <laughs> on that, you know? See, with me, uh, I liked uh, with Dunkin' Donuts, I like my croissant. In croissant? In the words of the immortal great Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron, I like to finish that croissant. The <laughs> 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 parking spot's reserved for Jimmy's ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird thing they just like kept uh they, they kept like pushing for Jimmy. Yeah, that Carl was just hot for Jimmy's mom. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> hot. <laughs> did we I feel like did we talk about this before, but like the, the horrible like race racist accent that Jimmy Neutron did one day? No. So there was a bit where Jimmy Neutron and Jimmy like ha- they all need to like get ready for this book report. So they actually eat the books to uh I remember learn the chewing gum. Yes, it w- and Cindy, I believe, chews hers, which is about a black character from the POV of a black character. And she goes, hmm, tastes like chicken. And oh. starts talking like a black woman from the oh, South. No. I'm like, no, oh, Jimmy no. Neutron, what have you done? <laughs> James Isaac Neutron. <laughs> named uh, named an Egyptian queen, Queen Hazabata Slapia. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Remember 
Bulby. Yes. Who would win a fight, Bulby or Rolf? What am I saying, Rolf? Yeah, <laughs> duh. Rolf. That's an obvious one. Bulby would just sit there and go slap, 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 clap, 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 and then Rolf would probably just rock his shit because he is I... the son of a shepherd. <laughs> oh my god! What's what's your favorite Rolf insult from Ed and Eddie? Stale and piece of white bread. <laughs> Stale and piece of white bread. <laughs> that will always be my favorite Rolf insult. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Oh, like I love when he just has the stockpile of baloney for no reason. <laughs> He's trying to hide it. Remember the everyone... episode where they try to recreate his village? Oh my god! That's my horse. <laughs> That's my horse. <laughs> Beat the shit out of each other. I love the end of that episode because Rolf starts playing the. Um, he starts blowing into the jug. And um, Ed, yeah, the song starts playing, and Ed is just flopping around like a fucking noodle. <laughs> I just love that so much. I used to love it as a kid too. What was the one we liked uh, when they're when they're uh, when they're hitting the tree and the sumo is, and um sound hits like sumo? He fucking hits the tree with the hammer. Yeah, he's like whoop sumo <laughs> That always oh, I, gets me. I love I love the bit where uh, they're trying to get into Jimmy and uh, Sarah's fancy club, and uh, Double D's all like, "Ooh, we can pretend to be elderly because we have a wealth and knowledge." And Ed goes, "Ooh, ooh, let me, Eddie, let me." That is stupid, Double D. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny because you know I'm watching to those everybody out there. I am starting yet another show. I still haven't gotten through Super or Dragon Ball. And you're almost done super though. You're in the tournament of power, aren't you? I am, but I decided to start another show. I've been watching transformers Armada because I used to watch that a lot as a kid. And I found out it was on Tubi TV. The voice actors for Ed and Nettie are in that show. Like the, the voice of Ed is Carlos and the voice of Fred is Eddie. So like, it's very obvious that when every time Fred talks, you just hear Eddie, but like Carlos, it's like, he tries to hide it, but he can't, you know, you just can't help, but get that Ed out there. I, <laughs> I had something similar when I was watching uh death of Superman and reign of Superman yeah. uh, and uh, rain Wilson, AKA Dwight Schrute plays Lex Luthor. Oh and yeah. He's trying. He's trying so hard to just be Lex Luthor. Luther, but all I hear is Dwight Schrute. I'm like, oh my god! Like when does Lexi <laughs> go beats Barris Battlestar Galactica? Like you know, is Lexi start talking about the farm he lives on with his cousin Moe's Luther? <laughs> that's like so, how that's like how I can't take Age of Ultron seriously because all I hear is uh, Robert California. <laughs> See, with me, I heard Ultron first. I got, I watched Age of Ultron before I got into um uh before i got into the office so i'm I the same know. way i i watched age of ultron before i got into the office and then after watching the office i went back and watched age of ultron and now i can't not hear robert california so i'm like the opposite of you see, see like i i think it's me because like i knew about a james spader because like i know him from uh age of ultron that i knew him from the blacklist where he also plays a very serious and very scary character in that too i didn't watch but i know i saw clips of him from there i'm like oh wow this is an intimidating dude and even still from the office he's still just an intimidating guy you know he's just robert california then you know <laughs> what's his real what's the name he tells a uh, fucking uh um uh da- david wallace uh bob cosmacus right <laughs> yeah i think so yeah i'm bob cosmacus <laughs> but uh yeah it's gotta be one of the best office characters ever robert california oh i agree i i, I didn't know, know of anything name. james spader until uh what you call it until the office um and then i realized he was in age of, age of ultron 
Yeah, um, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it still works for me. I just, I, Age of Ultron is one of my top favorite MCU movies. I, I, I still fucking love it. I love it too. I don't, I don't mind it. You know, I, I don't know why it gets the hate that it does. Oh, you know, because like, because I think the main thing that everyone was all like expecting Ultron to do what Thanos did. You know, this one guy to walk through all the Avengers, which you know, and everyone's like, we can't do that yet because we have to save that for Thanos. <laughs> And now, well, I will not that's, be blackmailed by some ineffectual, privileged, soft, soft penis, penis debutante. debutante. You want to start a street start fight a street with me? Fight bring with it me. on, or you'll be surprised how ugly it gets. You don't even know my real name. Fucking lizard king. I would be amazed if you just busted that monologue out in the middle of like, just Age like of yeah, Ultron. just right in the middle of Age of Ultron, just says it to fucking Iron Man. That would be so great. <laughs> I remember if with WandaVision everybody like um one person in particular it wasn't everybody this is one person in particular and he knows who he is if he's listening to this podcast he kept telling me that he thinks that Ultron is going to come back uh in the form me. of White I Vision Ul- I also thought Ultron was coming back too um because really you never brought that up to me after every episode of WandaVision they kept suggesting hey you might want to go watch Age of Ultron I'm like why did they really why yeah, but again, that, that was what was so great about WandaVision, though, the fact that it was weakling, you had so many theories. It's just some people got really toxic and stupid with their theories. They're all like, hey, like, you didn't do what my theory was. Now I hate this show. Yeah, it's that's really stupid. Like, one thing that really that I really don't like about WandaVision, and it's not even against the show. It's against the fans. It's how many people thought that Mephisto was going to pop up. Oh, the Mephisto one. I, I couldn't I, go I, a single fucking second without seeing like, oh, there's this thing here. That must be Mephisto. And I'm like, I no. Get, I get the Mephisto hype. I understood it. Like, I thought Mephisto may be a, like, at least reference. I will, although I, but I do understand it got a little wild. It's like, Mephisto, mutants, Magneto's going to show up. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, also, the bro. Evan Pe- the the Evan Peter fans. Oh my god, they were so they tried Ray tanking Boner? the show. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> it used to, it used to was a meta boner joke. I'm like that's so <laughs> clever. Apparently, that was a reference to a sitcom. Apparently, the boner name is a reference to a sitcom that the show one of the showrunners I worked on. I think it was a uh, Growing Pains or something. I, I may be wrong about that. That makes but, sense. Uh, I, yeah, and that's and that's why he was named Ralph Boner. I'm like, that's so clever. He was. Oh, uh, Ralph Boner. Book. I said Ray. Yeah. Oh, it's say big, big no, not a huge difference. But the fact is, like, your name's Ralph Boner. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. I love that. It's very like it's similar to like the some people complain, oh, basic Marvel ruining things again with like you know, but it's like they did with Fury's Eye. I'm like, I thought Fury's Eye was awesome. <laughs> Like, yeah, know, we just, talked about that. We talked about that last yeah. episode with Nick Fury's eye. Yeah, but just like it's just. Well, I think it was two episodes ago. But like you know, it's also just like it's, was it? It's, just, it's yeah, I think it was. I'm not Why do sure. I remember I being last it's episode? All, it's all a blur. But I just I love yeah. I love the idea they made him a meta a meta boner joke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they made a recast joke out of it first. Like they recasted Pietro. He's like, your name's Boner. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be the rabbit. The rabbit? Yeah, because she kept bringing up this rabbit senior scratchy, and that's who I thought that um she like she was gonna turn he was gonna turn out to be. Cause uh. senior scratchy. Cause like, oh rabbits are fast and all that, it made sense. And then we got Falcon and Winter Soldier in like a few hours. I know. I'm, I'm excited, excited I'm excited to watch it, but I'm definitely not staying up for it. I might stay up for it. I'm very stoked for it. I, I really like uh the um I'm 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 very excited for all the villains in it. Because uh, um, 
that that show's gonna have Flag Smasher, um, uh, and the form of a cult. Uh, it's gonna have a uh, U.S. agent, aka the uh, MAGA Make America Great Again, Captain America. <laughs> so <laughs> hella toxic. Um, uh, it's gonna have uh the uh, it's gonna have Zemo in the dumb purple condom sock mask. I'm so excited. <laughs> the man, the best MCU villain, the man who made the Avengers yeet themselves. Zemo's coming back, boys and girls, and then and like, those in between, and then Batrock the Leaper is coming back too. I'm like, yes, let's go, Batrock. How amazing! Winter Soldier is when we're gonna do an intro on a boat with Batrock the Leaper, and we're gonna make Batrock the Leaper cool with his dumb, stupid purple and yellow costume. It's gonna work. <laughs> and you have a sick MMA style, like kicking martial arts fight with them. Cause See, yeah, that scene was cool because Cap was just rolling, a, running a fucking train on those goons. <laughs> Like, yeah. they got the, I remember, like, the faraway shot of the ship, and he's just running along the side, and he's just fucking tanking people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, God just, damn. Just boots the guy off the ship. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I love when the dude's just in the control, and the shield just comes flying silently, and just takes <laughs> out the dude. Like, yo. And then the dude, like, in French goes, like, and then the dude in French, he's all like, he says, like, oh, let us see it. You can do it with your shield. And Captain America says back in French, puts those back, like, oh, we, like, let's go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it kicks him in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier also had a, quite a bit of villains, too, because that had, um, uh, it had Brock Rumlow, Crossbones, Batrock yep. the Leaper, yep. Winter Soldier, of course, and of yep. uh, as a kind of sort of villain. And also, um, uh, I forgot his name, the, the leader of Hydra at the time. Uh, I think his name was something, Pierce? Robert Redford's character, which, oh Arnim my god. Zola? You not Ar oh, I forgot Arnim Zola's also yeah, in there, Arnim too. Zola is in that she movie. Winter Soldier shows how, that's how you balance more than one villains, man. Like, they handle it so well. Yeah. Um, I, do you think Zola's coming back? I uh, possibly. I mean, his body is kind of his, his whole like mind is uploaded into a computer, so it's as easy as just finding another host computer. Also, a war games reference in that, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then she and I like that because it's a reference. He's like, I, I know, I get it, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we we got through our movie, I, I wouldn't say movie of the week because it's not a weekly thing with us, but like, that, yeah, it's like whenever. Yeah, whenever we feel like we talked about this before where me and Malik swap between movies to watch. And uh, right after recording episode two, we went into watching War Games, which was my pick. And Malik loved it. Oh, War Games is fantastic. It's one of my favorites. Definitely. One of my favorite yeah, 80s young, movies. Young Matthew Broderick saves the world with gaming. <laughs> <laughs> with hacking. <laughs> that's that's one thing I did love. How Technically gaming, yeah. How do you beat the computer? The infinite and the infinite unsatisfactory, horrible loop of gaming. We all gamers are stuck in limbo and will <laughs> never be satisfied. That is how you defeat the computer never, with the news. Never truly win. It's all futile. <laughs> <laughs> it's all futile. There's no points. Which I'm like, Jesus Christ. This is, this is sad. Speaking of 80s movies, I need to correct myself from episode two of the podcast. I realized while editing. God. That Christopher Columbus bit that I had talked about and implied so heavily on that it was for Back to the Future, it was not. Back to the Future was written and directed by Robert Zemeckis. That is 100% for a fact. What I was thinking of, the Christopher Columbus film, was Home Alone. That's what I was thinking. 
So everybody, this man, (laughs) everybody that is probably mad at me, like, how could you not get that? I I highly doubt that you will be, but that, that I corrected myself. I realized while editing that it was home alone that I was talking about. And I feel like a big dumb guy for it. It Home alone is such an interesting movie to me. Cause I'm just like, man, take your hand off the knob. Stop. Look, (laughs) it's just like, Oh, that bricks. That brick's coming down. Uh, move to the left. <laughs> Home Alone's very interesting. I remember watching a uh, a little documentary on it. It was the uh, the movies that made us on Netflix. They had talked about how Home Alone they made the entire scene of the house in an abandoned school in Chicago. Oh. Like the school was abandoned, and they used it as their set pieces. So like classrooms were like people's individual offices and the gymnasium was the set for the house, which was really interesting to me because I don't really hear much about movies doing that. Another interesting tidbit is that originally the movie was supposed to be made by, um, I think universal. I'm not 100% who, who does home alone now it's 20th century Fox. I believe that picked them up. It's all Disney at this point. <laughs> That's true. You're right. It's all just Disney at this point. I'm looking this up right now. The film was... I can't see who which studio did this. Did you have a favorite trap from Home Alone? My favorite trap from Home Alone is probably the paint cans, because that would legitimately kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> wow! It's like the truth! One. I like this one because actual murder. Well, like, in real life, that would actually, like, kill somebody you get a fucking paint can hucked at you that fucking hard you're gonna fucking die from head trauma i love i love just the hole in the in the in the bottom of the floor <laughs> the hole in the bottom of the floor is really good well that's Wait. The, the bottom floor i don't know why i'm saying the hole in the floor the hole in the floor just like opens the door just like i'm in and then just like fucking no that's home alone too yeah home alone too i ain't home alone i don't care oh if it's from any home alone then it's got to be the fucking part where he turns on the sink and he gets electrocuted <laughs> Which, again, would also kill somebody. I love the screen. The, there's a lot in Home Alone that would kill somebody. There is. The, the bricks um, come sit in them. In the, eh. No, okay, here we go. I looked it up now. So the interesting tidbit that I was talking about is that originally the movie was made by Warner, was going to be made by Warner Brothers. They had given them a budget of about, I believe, $14 million or something like that. Or no, I think it was $11 billion. And... They're filming as much of the movie as they possibly can, but in order to finish, they need to go over budget. And they had talked to Warner Brothers about adjusting the budget. They just needed a couple million more. They think they needed like $14 million for it. Um, but Warner Brothers was dead set. No, this is only going to be an $11 million movie because we're not entirely sure how high, how like hyped this movie is going to be. You know, <laughs> we Apparently, Warner Brothers just did not believe in them. So when they couldn't come to an agreement, John Hughes was secretly talking to 20th Century Fox while that was going on. Because, like, (laughs) it was directed by Christopher Columbus, but John Hughes was the one that wrote the movie. So he was secretly talking to 20th Century Fox when that was happening. And they talked about this in the documentary, how the day that Warner Brothers terminated the contract with with them, uh, there was a guy going around from office to office saying, hey, pack up your stuff. You're done, pretty much. So the guy would go into one office, tell you you're done. And then another guy was following right behind him. That's just like, Hey, keep going. 20th century Fox just signed us. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, that they also talked my- about how the neighbor's house across the street in the first home alone was, um, 
they filmed that scene in the the pool of the school. Like they filled the pool. They, they, I wouldn't say they filled the pool, but like they had water flowing through the house because it was in a pool. So like, you know, it was, it was, it seemed like the right thing to do. You know, <laughs> I heard that and I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. I, uh, I, I, that reminds me of, uh, that, that reminds me of, that reminds me of two things. First thing I want to bring up is the, um, the fact that, uh, consider that they filmed in the school. I went to high school in the school where they filmed the sixth sense. Really? Yes. I, the scene where the three people are hanging in the hallway. I was, I walked that hall every day. Oh, that's interesting. Class. <laughs> um, yeah, I walked, I walked the same hallways as Bruce Willis. <laughs> I mean, saying that is like pretty, cause like unbreakable was filmed in Philadelphia. So like there's a bunch of streets there and it's like in glass was also filmed in Philadelphia. So like you can say that about, about any glass. street for Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis just likes filming in Philadelphia, doesn't he? <laughs> no, Bruce Willis doesn't like filming in Philadelphia. Um, what's his face? The director M Night Shyamalan likes M. filming Shyamalan. in Philadelphia. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> We're gonna film Avatar: The Last Airbender in Philadelphia. It doesn't work. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, we will make it work. <laughs> and the other thing it reminded me of uh, taking it back to pro wrestling. One of my favorite pro wrestling stories. It's of the uh, the wrestler. It was during the Monday Night Wars, which was like these two big companies. One was WWE. Everyone knows them now. One was WCW. There was a wrestler in WCW who pitched a storyline where like he was basically going to go against the company, and he told them, "Hey, let me out of my contract." So that it'll it'll add that little bit of like reality to the story. I'll feel all the more visceral and real. And WCW I feel like I know was like, where this is going. Yeah. And WCW went, okay, sure. Let him out of his contract. And then like the next day, the dude signed with WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's so good. So be good story, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Fucking got him. <laughs> I'm going to pull what's called a pro gamer move. <laughs> That's so good. We already know my favorite story from wrestling. Well, you do. The The audience doesn't. Uh, some of you do because uh, you know us personally. But the my favorite story is the story of Psycho Sid and Arn Anderson. That uh, <laughs> So for anybody out there that's not a big wrestling fan, Arn Anderson <laughs> is notorious for just an anger problem. He Any story that people that like people talk about him, he's got a tremendous temper. And Psycho Sid is no joke, actually psychotic. So they had a dispute backstage. I don't know if this was on WCW or WWE, but they had a dispute backstage and psycho Sid grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed him in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up, just stabbed Arn Anderson in the stomach. And all that we know is that more stabbings came from that because he stabbed him seven times in the fucking stomach. I imagine, though, what I like to imagine is that Arn Anderson, with his notorious temper, just said, oh, you're going to fucking stab me? You're going to fucking do it again? It's like, it's like, watch me. Just kept fucking stabbing him. Yeah. <laughs> oh that story's God. great. Arn- I fucking got, Arn- man got stabbed in the st- <laughs> with a pair of scissors seven times in the stomach. <laughs> I, I still love the one. I think it was, uh, um, I think it was. It was Eddie Guerrero and someone else, but like Eddie had some cookies. I think it may have been Mick Foley. I'm not too sure, but like apparently Eddie Guerrero had some cookies and he was all like, these are my cookies. Do not eat my cookies. No, I know what story you're talking about. This is another R and Anderson story. Oh, is it? That I told you about. 
it's uh they shared a hotel room eddie guerrero and Aaron anderson and they were both drinking and Aaron anderson was like i'm gonna get some burger king for later tonight do you want anything and eddie goes no nah, man no nah, i'm fine i'm totally fine and he's like are you sure because i'm not <laughs> sharing my burger king and he's like nah it's totally fine i'm not even hungry bro so Eddie uh, Arnold Anderson buys the Burger King. He's like I said, he's been drinking like all day and he goes to work out, comes back and he comes back to find Eddie, Eddie fucking eating his shit from Burger King. And they both got into a fucking screaming match about this. It was so <laughs> bad that the hotel staff had to come up and tell him to be quiet, but they just would not stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I got one I told you once um, with um, one of my favorite wrestlers, CM Punk. And uh, he uh, he had to share a hotel room with Vince McMahon, JBL, <sighs> and a few other legends. And oh, he couldn't no. really sleep. And he took he, he took the floor. He couldn't really get to sleep that well. And uh, so he was just, like, kind of awake. And Vin- he knows where Vince is because Vince is, like, in the bed. And so he can, like, he can kind of, like, tell where Vince is. And I don't know where you just hear a... <laughs> fart and then after the fight you just hear you just hear a (laughs) (laughs) from Vince McMahon and I'm like if that had been me I would have had to leave the room because I would have pissed myself laughing dude same that is great imagine your boss just go (laughs) 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 it's like what (laughs) oh my god I love wrestling road stories Uh, oh my did you hear Dark Side of the Ring we're going to be doing an episode on the plane ride from hell oh yeah you told me about that yeah we're like freaking um, Dustin Rhodes got Reynolds got drunk and tried to like serenade his ex (laughs) who was in the back Um, Ric Flair was wearing nothing but his robe Um, Vince uh, Kurt Angle got choked out by the Undertaker (laughs) because Vince and him was wrestling Brock Lesnar threw Mr. Perfect into the door and almost opened it. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad plane ride, apparently. That was. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wrestling's great, everyone. Especially when you're into, like, the not, like, out, like, out of the ring scene. You hear all the stories and shit. Yeah, road oh, stories man. are always the best. I love the I love the one where they're on when it's, uh, it's just them right the show ride along where it's just the wrestlers on the road and me and our buddy's favorite bit with uh, a wrestler formerly known as Dean Ambrose when he's in the car with um Roman Reigns he just goes Catherine Zeta Jones <laughs> she's stepping through the window <laughs> it's just like what. Oh my god! There was apparently a story of him just like he has a nickname on the he had a nickname on the independent scene called Titty Master. Yeah, I know that. That apparently the story of him that he had sex in a bear suit while also cutting a promo. <laughs> That's fantastic. What a, what a wild man that John Moxley was. He is he is now about to be a father and is married. Oh my god! So, I can't imagine uh, the day that I become a father. I don't think anyone can. <laughs> It's just like, I, I I just have so, so much time to just fuck with a child. <laughs> you know, they're just like, oh my God, my child's going to fucking hate me because <laughs> I'm just going to mess with them so much. I, I like the one you said whenever he like he has an issue, you're just gonna pull up a chair and like either like put your leg, knee, hand, you're like like put my put, like, put my leg up on the uh, yeah. one leg up on the chair, put the fucking jacket behind my shoulder, holding it with one finger, and I'm just gonna be like, so I heard you're failing math. <laughs> <laughs> 
like you're shooting to be like a Bob Saget like <laughs> hey buddy like I know life's rough I, I was just thinking I, I was listening to my brother's podcast and for anybody out there my brother my brother Brandon Ford runs a podcast with his buddies Eric and Tanner uh, called Cancel Couch and he also runs his own separate solo podcast called Conscious Couch on Conscious Couch the, one of his most recent episodes he talks about uh, me a lot chill <laughs> <laughs> fucking nepotism what <laughs> like blasting your brother's shit fucking well nepotism. he called out our podcast so i feel like oh, i could call out his. oh shit nepotism's awesome i love <laughs> nepotism <laughs> this is what we do we all self-promote in here but um yeah give you guys give his podcast give his podcasts a listen everybody they're really good but in his most recent episode he was talking about like, you know, messing with me all the time because he did that a lot. Like be, me, you'd think it'd be the other way around me being the older brother that I would mess with him. But nah, Brandon used to play some like serious fucking pranks on me. If you want to go listen to that, you can go ahead and listen to it at conscious couch. Um, but one story that I do want to tell here that I find hilarious um, that I completely forgot about this one time when we were really young, we're all in the car. It's me, my dad, my brother and my stepmom. And I forget where we were heading, but we were heading somewhere. Um, we were heading somewhere. And in the back of the somewhere, car, don't worry about it. my dad had these zip ties, you know, the ones that lock in place. Yeah. And um, my brother, he puts one around his wrist and he zips it so that it's not too tight and he can use it as a bracelet. I, being the dumb child that I am, was like, that's really fucking cool. I want to do that. So <laughs> I grabbed the zip tie and I fucking pulled this thing. <laughs> like really fucking tight i pulled this thing so fucking tight my hand was fucking turning purple and i just remember sitting in the back like oh i could probably just tank this like i don't want to get in trouble you know like i can fucking deal with this my hand's starting to lose feeling and i i i don't know how it gets brought up i think i had said something to my stepmom and she turns around from the passenger seat and she sees my hand turning fucking purple and um you want to you want to cut that out? <laughs> yes. Sir. No, I'm just fucking with you. But um my hand is fucking turning purple and she's like, "Oh my god, shock." <laughs> my dad. <laughs> my dad like he my dad is like, "God bless him. He's he's livid because like we had some place to go and now we got to stop all the way back fucking home so that they so I fucking don't lose my goddamn hand uh cuz you had to cut it off. You had to cut the zip tie off. So my brother, being the smart guy that he is, goes, do you think he'll lose his hand? And I'm like, <laughs> and me over here, I didn't fucking think about it. So I'm like, I don't want to lose my hand. I don't want <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, he talks about that in the podcast. But go ahead. Like I said, go ahead and give him a listen if you want to hear more stories about that. Because he's got, he's got a lot more that he talks about in that episode. That's just one that I wanted to pass on because I thought it was fucking hilarious. I don't have, like, did I ever, like, prank my sister like that? I don't think I ever really did. My sister, like, got me one time. My sister used to prank me, and she got me with this one time bad, where, like, she, like, took my, apparently I did something that got made her upset. So she, like, took my water and just, like, put a 
bunch of lotion in it and yeah. like i was not observant so like i like i'm that guy like if i have a water next to me like i don't need to look at it i'll just like pop it open i think i was like gaming at the time so i'll literally just like pop it open i'll look at it and take a swig and she like grabbed it put lotion in it then put it right back next to me and so <laughs> i like and i'm like huh I'm, like i think i was playing like donkey kong 64 or something or i was playing something on the gamecube and i pop it open take a swig <laughs> like what is this why is my water pink <laughs> <laughs> like, that was so good. I have another good prank on when uh me me back when me and my uh buddies went on a school um uh we went on a school camping trip and uh it was just me and we everyone had their own t- everyone everyone's like friend groups pretty much had to share a tent so it was me and like three of my best friends and I woke up early because I just I wake up early I'm an early bird so I woke up early before everyone everyone was still asleep I go outside I go out of the tent and just like hang out for a bit and I notice they're starting to wake up. So what I do is that I go to like the back of the tent where there's no zipper and I just like start heavy breathing really hard because like, <laughs> <sighs> it's still like early too. It's so, like everyone's still asleep. So my one friend freaks out and just like I'm really close to the tent too. Just like punches as hard as he can outside the tent <laughs> and hits me square in the face and I'm like on the ground going oh. Oh, like, like rolling around the dirt. Oh my god, that was damn. Rough. You get what yeah. you fucking deserve. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking speaking of the woods, uh, I just want to say this: Oklahoma has put a two point one <laughs> million bounty on Bigfoot's head. And I'm just saying, what are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we sitting like that bit from Office Creed? All like one penis, two feet, a head, hands, lots of fur. A torso, eyes. I just described to you, Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a reward for its capture. It's probably the all fact... the riches, all the riches in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he doesn't exist though. So how are we going to make this a reality? Again, we take you. You're a big, hairy, kind of hairy dude. Add some more fur on that, and boom, we just turned you into the police or of Oklahoma, and boom, two point one million dollars. But then, how are we going to get me out? We can't just post bail. We'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not oh, saying you're spending have... my life in a fucking jail cell. Can we get? Yeah, who said it's a jail? Maybe it's a zoo. I, I look, Tyler, two point one million dollars. Not gonna we'll lie, spending my life in a zoo would be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain. Be like the penguins in Madagascar or some shit. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Their whole point was to escape the zoo. I know. <laughs> and that's when that's you no know, knowing your luck. That's when we find out. Ah, we found the first female Bigfoot. Let the mating commence. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great. Another story that I just thought of that I wanted to bring up. I'm not trying to cut off your fucking Bigfoot bit there. No, I get it. It's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. No, it's, it's just it's <laughs> no, a story it's stupid, that I was I going it. to tell right before you went into the Bigfoot pit. I have this story from when it was only a couple of years ago. Um, I must have been roughly about 18, 19. Yeah, I, I was definitely over 21. So it would probably be my early 20s. Me and Brandon, we hosted a house party uh, while my dad and my stepmom were away at Virginia Beach. And we're at this house party. Um, I got fucking trashed and one of our, one of our buddies that we talk to frequently, he'll remember this. He was there. Uh, I, I got fucking, I was wrecked. I, I passed out like super fucking early too. So I'm in my bed and 
one of our friends, two of our friends come in and the one starts mocking me snoring. And the other one goes, um, if you do that, he's going to wake up and he's going to puke. So <laughs> he, he continues to mock my snoring. And lo and behold, I woke up, fucking puked on my own comforter, and then I just fucking spit on it. <laughs> and I go right the fuck back to sleep. So I'm like, I'm not like, so that I'm not like sleeping and puke. The friend that was mocking my snoring grabs the comforter and throws it in my dad's office at the time. And he gets me another comforter. Lo and behold, two of our other friends that were at the party. I'm not going to mention their names either, but like two of our other friends, they're trying to find a place to sleep. So they go into my dad's office and they're really cold. And lo and and behold, you know, they're like, they're feeling around in the dark. They find a blanket. They put the blanket over top of themselves. And when they wake up in the morning, they're like, why the fuck is this blanket so wet? They look and it's just my fucking puke on this comforter. They're like, oh, oh. oh." That's. That's awful. To those people, if they're listening to this podcast, I'm so sorry. You had to sleep under my puke blanket. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's horrible. I know. <laughs> I'm so sad about those people. <laughs> I called out of work that day. I woke up the next the next morning. Um, I had just gotten back from a weekend down in Philly visiting my mom because this was when I was living with my dad at the time. It was actually the weekend that I decided to move back home. I come back. You know, we have this house party. And we had the whole house to ourselves for like a week. The next day I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to work. Uh, like <laughs> I was working at a fast food place and I just did not feel like dealing with it that day. So I was just like, yo, I'm not feeling well. I'm not coming in there. And it's like, okay, whatever. They're actually pretty chill about it because I was like one of the best employees there. So like they didn't really mind. Yeah. I just didn't come in the next day. So I spent that entire day fucking cleaning my, <laughs> cleaning my comforter and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never puked. I puked. I've never puked from being too drunk. I've puked when I've drank I something have. that generally I didn't like. Like there was this one beer when I was hanging out uh, with some friends that I drank that I generally didn't like the taste of. Like, I kept trying to force myself to drink, so you know, like I didn't want to see like a wimp with the beer. So I kept like <laughs> forced to drink it, but like it just tastes so bad. I eventually my body's like reject, and I puked it out like in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I had the one time like, we were know. we were at a friend's house. I got so drunk that I fucking like we had a makeshift table out of like some uh i think it was like a couple things holding it up and like a plank of wood and that was our beer pong table and i got so drunk that i fucking knocked that shit over i barely remember <laughs> it but um like it's it's the problem when i mix bicker uh beer and liquor i almost said bicker um when i mix beer and liquor that's what that's what you call it bicker yeah i do beer first and then liquor and i've learned not to do that anymore you know always liquor first at the time i didn't know so i mix that shit and it just gets to me you know after having too much and I remember that day, that night I was sitting on the couch. I was like falling asleep and shit. And I'm about to wake up and I'm making these noises like I'm about to puke. So Brandon turns to me and he goes, don't you dare fucking puke on this floor. I just fucking I lean forward. I fucking I fucking like just spill my guts out of puke. And I just oh look him God. dead in the eye and go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then i had to clean it <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> just, just fucking look, don't you puke fuck you so <laughs> oh my god oh that brandon if you very... listen to this i know you'll remember that story that'd make me very upset <laughs> <laughs> oh god he's like don't you dare it's like fuck 
fuck you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, those are just some of my some of my drunk stories. I'll tell more as the podcast goes on, but that's just something that I remembered. I have one big one in my uh in, in my in my pocket. I'll, maybe I'll reveal it someday because uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a metal rod implanted in my leg. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that's a that's a story all on its own. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll talk about it someday. Uh, not today, but uh, maybe someday. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there we'll, anything we'll else see. that you really wanted to talk about? Um, not, not that I can think of. I think we got a we got a we got a good chunk of stuff out. Yeah, there. we're hitting uh, we're hitting about the mark. That's yeah. why I'm asking. Yeah, no, nothing I can think of. Again, had had a I I feel like we we talked a lot about, about a lot. We've hatched a scheme to make two point one million dollars. <laughs> uh, you demanded some goddamn respect in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I did go off. <laughs> You know, you know, I think I think I think we've given them enough. I think I think I think they've uh, they've gotten all that they deserve for now. I think it's about time that we cut this off because you people don't deserve the rest of us. You don't wow. What wow. We whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait <laughs> a minute. Wait a minute. That's not where I was going with it. Whoa. Wait a minute. minute. No, nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. Thank he you wasn't. very much. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. Me and Malik have some planning to do. We got to get ourselves to a point. What was it? Two point three million? You said two point one million. I believe two point one million. Yeah, we got we got we got to devise a plan here. Get to Oklahoma as fast as as fast as we fucking can. Get that Bigfoot money. Yeah, let's just say I might not be on next week's episode. <laughs> so flat it so low, and I'll, I'll be in like I'll be in with like a fur coat and like a golden chalice. Like, <laughs> hello, ding! You hear that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and those in between and beyond. That's Monday. Oh, Tyler. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> and they're like dissecting you. It's like, oop. <laughs> well, Tyler, he's fine. They let they let me visit him. He still edits. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on another episode of Hot to Podcast. Um, this has been this has been fun. Uh, it was a fun episode, in my opinion. All right, please, 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 please like it. Please enjoy it. Please. I, 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 I don't have quickly, much going on in my life. How, I, I how need quickly. you to listen to this, and I need you to like it. Okay, please. <laughs> how quickly your uh, your attitude changes please like it <laughs> please please I'm, I'm a man on the edge on the on the brink please I'm a man on the, man on <laughs> no, the brink <laughs> he has a machete ladies and gentlemen beware I don't, oh he's my a, god he's a man this on is the, the edge. third week in a row you've brought up this goddamn machete <laughs> i'm getting fucking sick of this shit beware that again he's gonna he's on the edge he's getting sick of it all <laughs> But yeah, thank you, thank you once again for joining us. I said that for the third fucking time. Oh my god! Let's just <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> everybody. See ya. Have a good night. Word. Have a good day. Have a good afternoon. Whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy your day. Whatever. <laughs> Word to your mothers. <laughs> Have a nice day. What? Word to your mothers. Let it end there. <laughs> Word to your mother. I, how come I can't get the last word? <laughs> you always get the last word. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.